Hancock's tricky interview, an even more effective vaccine, and no contact in number 10. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Monday, November 16th. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we take a look at Matt Hancock's first interview on Good Morning Britain in a few months, following what presenter Piers Morgan called a boycott of the show. Do you think it's right and proper that in the biggest health crisis this country's faced, that you as Health Secretary and the entire Cabinet and the Prime Minister have boycotted a big morning breakfast television programme? Well, I'm, I'm here to answer all of the questions that you might have on behalf of your viewers. As with all of Piers' interviews, he was fairly harsh with the Health Secretary, demanding an answer from him on when he'll offer his resignation due to the failings of the pandemic. Given that we now have over 50,000 deaths in this country, which is the worst death toll in the whole of Europe, why are you still Health Secretary and why haven't you offered your resignation? Well, because we've been building the response to all of these enormous challenges of this unprecedented pandemic. The conversation also went on to the topic of care homes and the pilot scheme that's just been announced to allow families and friends into care homes following rapid coronavirus tests. However, both Piers and Susanna pushed him on why it's only a trial and why it hasn't already been rolled out across care homes just yet. Mr Hancock explained that it was down to the logistical difficulties of doing so. The fact this interview even took place is an interesting one. It was only on Friday that the Prime Minister's right-hand man, Dominic Cummings, resigned. Ever since Johnson came to power, it's been suggested that Mr Cummings had control over the government's communications strategy. In the 2019 general election, the government gave very few media interviews, and at one point, the Prime Minister even hid in a fridge to avoid an interview with Good Morning Britain. Shout out to come on our programme so far. Sweeney, shout yes. it. Say, come on Good Morning Britain, Prime Minister, if you get the chance. Morning, Prime Minister. Will you come on uh, Good Morning Britain, Prime Minister? Oh! Oh! I've just, I've just had... I uh, just had a reaction here from one of the minders. Uh, okay, thanks, Prosh, thanks very much. On his face. Prime Minister, will you come on Good Morning Britain and deliver on your promise to talk to Piers and Susanna? We're ready to go. We're live on, on ITV right now. Prime Minister, we have an earpiece in my pocket. You're more than welcome to come on. I'm actually Fantastic. being pushed and shoved at the moment as well by one of the minders. You need to be the minder. Well. Interview him. actually on ITV this morning. Are you sure? Do you want to keep your tone your language down as well? Because people are watching this this morning. Thanks very much. Ooh. The promise wow. is welcome to come on air once he's delivered his bottles of milk. I'll be, I'll be with you in a second. I'll be with you in a second. Yeah, Thank I have an earpiece here in my hands ready to go. <laughs> right, he's been taken inside into the freezer. He's gone into the fridge. It's a possibility that this interview comes on the back of the resignation of Mr Cummings and the fact that there's now no one blocking such interviews. Whether regular media scrutiny of the government has made a permanent return is yet to be seen. In the second story today, we look at the global news of the progress of one of the coronavirus vaccines. Although last week the Pfizer team announced that their vaccine could be up to 90% effective, today Moderna has announced that theirs could be as high as 94.5% effective. Although both use the same messenger RNA technology, Moderna now appears to have the edge in the vaccine production race, at least for now. Not only could it prove to be more effective, but also the requirements for storage are less demanding. The Pfizer vaccine needs to be stored at negative 75 degrees Celsius while being transported, and can be left in a fridge for up to five days. 
The Moderna vaccine, on the other hand, can be stored at a temperature of between only negative 2 and negative 8 for 30 days. The difference between these two is significant as well. The Pfizer vaccine is significantly more likely to be wasted due to the shorter storage windows and lower temperature requirements, meaning that these incredibly valuable vaccines could go to waste. It's not just that though, in poorer countries, transporting vaccines and immunising people while protecting a cold chain of negative 75 degrees Celsius would be prohibitively expensive at best and impossible at worst. The warmer temperatures the Moderna vaccines can cope with make using standard cooling technologies possible, rather than having to use the super cold coolers needed by the Pfizer vaccine. This not only limits waste, but brings down the cost, especially for nations without existing super cold chain infrastructure already in place. The increased ease of logistics in transporting the vaccine may lead to a preference by governments to acquire more of the Moderna vaccines over the Pfizer vaccines, providing they're both available soon. We should also point out that while it looks like we're criticising the Pfizer vaccine in the wake of the news about the Moderna vaccine, this isn't true. Both have done absolutely incredible work in creating and developing a vaccine at breakneck speed, which has exceeded the expectations of scientists, who were originally hoping, at best, the vaccine would be around 80% effective. Both vaccines are a resounding win for science, and anyone who served on either team will hopefully go down in history as a hero. So congratulations to both teams for their amazing work so far, and we hope that your creations will soon be put to good use ending this pandemic. In the final news today, we head back to the UK to discuss the situation in number 10 Downing Street. While the end of last week was particularly explosive, with advisors resigning left, right and centre, this week appears to have gotten off to a bad start too. Following a meeting with an MP who later tested positive for the coronavirus, the Prime Minister has been instructed to self-isolate by the track and trace system. Despite feeling as fit as a butcher's dog and bursting with antibodies following his battle with the virus earlier this year, the Prime Minister has made it clear that he'll follow the rules, as everyone else should do. Some of you may be questioning where this leaves the Prime Minister on such things as Prime Minister's questions, which happen every Wednesday. Well, due to the 14 days isolation period he'll now need to complete, he'll be unable to attend in person any parliamentary debate. However, due to the virtual arrangements that have been set up, the Prime Minister will be able to attend via video call. And we'll soon know exactly how Johnson plans to lead the country while again being confined to a flat in number 10. On a final note, last week we announced that we were selling a bundle of our new book, Brexit the Colouring Book Expanded Edition. You could get two copies of the book, both signed, for only $15.99, nearly 15% off the normal price. Anyway, thank you to everyone who's already bought a copy, and we'll be shipping them as soon as the pre-order window ends. If you haven't yet taken advantage of the deal, it will be live until midnight GMT tonight, so you only have a few more hours to do so. You can find the bundle linked in the description if you want to pick up your copies. And thanks for supporting the channel. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.